0: The winning team all season long this is Clyde one super scoreboard
1: what a breathless start to the afternoon in Glasgow Celtic three Rangers 2 12 points clear and the league title probably in the bag Hugh Kevans. Uh
2: I think the use of the word probably is generous in the extreme uh, it's at effectively 13 points given the goal difference uh, I, I, Who would believe that the league was not won A fantasist might believe that A realist says The party started when the final whistle blew today And it was, for me One of the very great Celtic Rangers games Five goals uh, Goal mouth action of the plenty uh, Just so much to talk about But the final result Is that The league is over Celtic have won Two in a row That team
1: Does not Slip up With this Size of a Head start How on earth Do you go about Summing up that game In one answer Mark Wilson Very difficult End to
3: end We had everything We had Some terrific goals We had mistakes in it We had people off the boil We had people Um, You know Right on their games Such as Kyogo It was just a Terrific spectacle To watch How many bootings Five or six bootings In there as well But I think Fraser Touching it wasn't A particularly nasty game So there was that Competitive edge to it It, We've seen a lot Worse Rangers Celtic games Than we witnessed today Um, Chances right up until The 95th minute as well Rangers having the opportunity With that free kick So full excitement Entertainment But as you said The
4: league No doubt about it Is well and truly over I think the most important thing Is our showcase game I think it lived up to that I wasn't impressed With the first 15-20 minutes I thought it was sloppy But when you get back here, so many talking points You're talking about Terrific goals You're talking about Kyogo Talking about Tavernier A right back scoring two Probably could have got third You know With every single thing In it today for me And um, Even if Rangers Had to get something today I still thought Celtic would go on and win the league because I think they deserve to with a the performance they've put in. But I just... I, I, it's all about people watching your game and I think that was a terrific game. The one positive from Michael Beale's perspective is that
2: in terms of the Scottish Cup semi-final with a ground uh, populated by both sets of fans, he did enough today to at times unnerve, rattle Celtic Uh, At 3-2 You were not convinced the game was over There were chances that Rangers had Thereafter And when it came to that final kick of the ball moment The one kick shootout They took the wrong decision Possibly Allowed the wrong taker And the ball went over the bar And when the Mm. ball went over the bar The title went out the window for
1: Rangers Gordon it swung didn't it There wasn't Mm. much in it early on as you say There was a controversial moment with Alfredo Morelos goal being Uh, Ruled out And then When Celtic score They get their tails up Rangers have a A a very mini period At the start of the second half Where they're on top Then It really became all about Celtic Goes to 3-1 Potentially looking at Adding to that And then Rangers Grab themselves back Into the game as well So it had a bit of everything
4: Yeah I I think that uh, The big talking point tonight At 5 o'clock Will probably be the the Morelis incident I know that we went against it Fraser at Celtic Park Watching it Thinks it was a genuine goal I think there'll be Others out there the same Others saying You know the referee called it right But uh, yeah I thought that what The turn for Rangers for me Was Tavernier's terrific free kick Just before half time You're either going in there 1-0 down Sitting in that dressing room Thinking Well here we go again Celtic have got the better of us But they went in With real good steps And the quick steps Of saying Hey, we're back yeah. in this game here We've got fire in the belly They come out of the trap second half And they really ask questions of Celtic But you just notice that If you don't score in that period You tend to play into yep. Celtic's hands With their attacking power
1: And there might be two schools of thought here Fraser Wishart. Some Rangers fans might call us up tonight And say We make mistakes that Celtic don't yeah. But some Celtic fans might call up and say We punish mistakes that Rangers don't
5: yeah, and I think that'll be the frustrating thing for for Michael Beale in the dressing room. There, you know, there was a good performance by his team, but two mistakes by the centre backs, who were excellent throughout. You know, we we did talk about John Souter before the game. We all know he's a quality player, and I, and I think today he showed he belongs at this level. But he was short with his pass back for the for the third goal, and uh, and Ben Davis who actually did really well to intercept the ball when it spun up in the air. He's he's fluffed his header. But it's clinical. You know, I Makiyogo's mean, first two goals are brilliant finishes. I mean, people may think it's they simple. They're inside the penalty box, brilliant finishes. As is Jota as well, from a tight angle with his weaker left foot, just tucks it away into the corner of the net. And, and that is the difference. You make a mistake at this level, Celtic will will punish you. And uh, and that's that's the difference. I'm sure Rangers will take a lot out of it, but it shows though there's a bit of work to be done in the summer. And uh, when you're looking at the number of players who are out of contract, then uh, who, who many are actually going to get a new contract. How many are going to stay? because that, that will be decided probably on the budget and where they're going to focus. And then with Michael Beale talking about four or five players coming in, you can't empty every single player that's out of contract. So that's going to be interesting coming forward. But there was, there was enough there to, to give Rangers fans a bit of heart, I think, going into to the semi-final. Yep. But yet again, they just come up a bit short. <sighs>
1: Catch your breath. It was quite something at Celtic Park. Celtic win 3 2, 12 points clear. You can get your calls in. These afternoons are difficult because there's a lot happening. So you can call, you can start getting them in 01419511025. But a bit of patience if you can because we've got team news ahead of some fantastic three o'clock games next as well.
0: The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Celtic. Three, Rangers 2 12 points The gap at the top What did you make of it? Just open the phone lines And let it flow But it is a Saturday afternoon So we do have to Look at some other Very important business as well So you can get them in On 01419511025 The proper phone in Kicks off at 5 o'clock But we'll still take calls Up until then As well Let's go to some other Games I get the way priorities work For a lot of people In this city Roger Hanna But try telling Hearts fans that their game is not as important today.
6: Yeah, we had a, a moment of light comedy about five minutes ago, Gordon. You'll be well aware of the graffiti protest in the plaza outside the main stand here at Tyne Castle against Robbie Nielsen last weekend after that run for half 25 defeats in six. And it was reminiscent of the day Harps fans flew, flew a plane over this stadium protesting about Nielsen's first spell in charge. And about five or ten minutes ago, a helicopter was flying. Over the stadium, and everyone in sync all looked up, wondering if it was pulling some message behind. And it wasn't, it was just a helicopter going about its daily, daily business. But it just shows the pressure that Robbie Nielsen is on, astonishingly. Hearts are still third, you know. But Aberdeen Hibs are, of course, fifth place in Mirren, who come here today. They're all in the hunt for these European places. And then a wee win for the buddies this afternoon would lift them to within one point of the jambos. And Aberdeen, of course, could then go above them. So they're big stakes. There's Europa League football playoff round, potentially. Group stage football again in the Conference League for whoever finishes third. And St Myrna are in that hunt as well. It is ten years since they won here. John McGinn was among the scorers. That takes you back to how long it was. But there's not much between them this season. They met twice inside six days in January. Gordon, Hearts won one 0 here. There was a 1-1 draw in Paisley. And, and St Myrna arrive buoyed very much by that 3-0 win against our top six rivals Levy last week. Four changes for Hearts from that defeat of Comana: Out go Keel, Sibic, and the injured pair of Josh Ginelli and goalkeeper Xander Clark in... Ross Stewart and goal, James Hill, Cammie Devlin and Andy Halliday makes the start we think at left wing back, so the hearts team is Ross Stewart and goal Back three of James Hill, Kai Rose and Stephen Kingsley. Across the middle, Michael Smith, Cammy Devlin, Robert Snodgrass and Andy Halliday. And then George Grant and Alan Forrest to support the captain and top scorer, Lawrence Shanklin. On the bench, Stone, Haring, Keough, Mackay, Cochran, Sibic, Humphreys, Kuol, and Oda. St. Marin, unsurprisingly, unchanged from that one against Levy. Trevor Carson in goal. The back three of Marcus Fraser, Joe Shaughnessy, the skipper and Charles Dunn. Across the middle, Ryan Strain, Keanu, Bacchus, Mark O'Hara, Alec Gogic and Terry Small. And up top, Curtis Main with Tony Wall. Who had some very interesting things to see about his parent club d United in this morning's newspaper. On the bench are Minsky, Taylor, Gallagher, Tanzer, Flynn, Boyd Munns Kilty, Offord and Greve The referee is Matthew McDermott and our bar is Graham Granger
1: Huge game that at Tynecastle for both teams But from a avoiding crisis or reducing crisis point of view It's certainly a big one for Hearts uh, and St Mirren And a good run of form there So we're looking forward to that one for sure uh, what about Motherwell against Livingston, Gabriel?
7: Yes Gordon, Lewis, seventh versus eighth in the league here at Fir Park but these are two teams with differing ambitions and it's been that way all campaign. Motherwell's aim all year has been about avoiding the drop. Livy still have eyes on the top six. Let's start with the hosts. They look condemned under previous management but what a job Stuart Kettlewell has done since he's come in here. The team have won four of their six matches, only lost once and that was to Rangers. Their safety is almost secured. The top six though, just a little bit too far for them. They had a brilliant 3-1 win at Hibernian last weekend and Kettlewell keeps the exact starting 11 from that day. Shows you the faith he has in his team right now. Uh, it's going to be that three at the back formation. 3-4-1-2 uh, it looks like on the pitch. Captain Liam Kelly uh, is in goal. A back three of Paul McGinn, Callum Butcher and Dan Casey. Max Johnson will be right wing back. James Furlong will be on the other side. Sean Goss and Dean Cornelius in the middle of the park. Uh, Blair Spittle will play in that number 10 role. It's Mikel Mandron up top along with Kevin Van Veen, the Dutchman, has 20 goals already this season. Substitutes Oxborough, O'Donnell, Lammy, Mugabe, Slattery, Aitchison, McKinstreet, Blaney and Payton. Well, what about the visitors, Livy? They look set for a stunning top six finish several weeks ago, but they've lost five of their last seven. It leaves them just outside where they want to be, but a victory today would propel them into the top half with just two games to play before the all-important split. However, the Steelmen are Livy's bogey team. They have not won any of the last eight meetings between these two sides. Manager David Martindale makes three changes to the team that lost three 0 to St Mirren last weekend. Boys Pittman and Shinny are on the bench. Bradley, Omionga and Kelly come in. It's more of a 4-4-2 formation we think today. A Shamal George is in goal, a back four of Nicky Devlin, Louis De Lucas, Jack Fitzwater and James Penrice. Jason Holt, Stefan Omionga, Stephen Kelly and Stephen Bradley will be the midfielders with John Newbley and Curtis Guthrie up top. Only eight substitutes for Livy today, Hamilton, Brandon, Boyce, Shinny, Kelly, Pittman, Bahambula and Anderson. The referee here is Grant Irving and Stephen McLean is on the VAR.
1: Yeah, Looking forward to that one, certainly more immediately at stake for Livingston but Motherwell fans would have taken this wouldn't they, a few weeks ago uh, given the recent improvement so let's go to St Johnston Ross County now that is a big one again for both but particularly the visitors David Friel
8: yeah it's a a big one Gordon there's a lot of state for both the sun's shining here the much maligned McDermid Park pitch is looking pretty good the best I've seen in a long time and I just wonder although there's a lot of state for county if it's all set up for a first St Johnston home win in five months St. John's, as you say they're 10 points above the United at bottom. They haven't really been quoted in the relegation debate, but they're only eight ahead of us counting. I think Callum Davidson won't want that gap getting any smaller today. His side aren't in great form. They've gone four games without a win. They've only actually won twice in the last 13 league outings. As I mentioned earlier, the home form is the real issue. They haven't won here since beating Rangers on the 6th of November. That seems like a lifetime ago. So it's clearly need a win and they'll need to do it without Andy Considine who was obviously sent off against Aberdeen last week. James Brown replaces him in the back three and that's the only change from the St Johnson team last week. So it's Ryan Matthews in goals, Ryan McGowan, Liam Gordon and James Brown at the back. Drew Wright, Daniel Phillips, Milka Halberg and Adam Montgomery across the middle with David Witherspoon in behind, Zach Rudden and Stevie May. Subs for St Johnson, are Sinclair McPherson, Mitchell, Murphy, McLennan, Bear, Moreland, Gallagher and Kerry. as you said, County are fighting for their lives they really, really need a win they're only two points above the United who obviously play tomorrow they badly need the points I think obviously to put a bit of pressure on Jim Goodwin saying out that game tomorrow would be good for Malcolm Mackay's team they battled well against Celtic last weekend took a bit of plaudits, but they still come away with nothing and have now lost five of the last six games so they are struggling a bit, Ross County also suffered a blow this week, Ross Callaghan is out for the season to an ACL, he's also an important player for them. and Guillaume Edwards who's made a little impact since coming along in January, also misses out through injury, Josh Sims is in to play him in the only change from the Celtic game, so it's Ross Laidlaw in goals, Connor Randall Dylan Smith still only 16, playing at the back, Alec Iacoviti and George Harmon uh, complete the back four, David Kinkola Victor Latourian, Noah Kenny Josh Sims across the middle with Eamon Brophy and Jordan White up front, subs Ross County Armour, Noah, Edwards, Samuel, Watson, Stones, Murray, Hawala, McPhee, and Williamson. The referee at McDermott Park is Alan Moore and the VAR is June
1: Anderson. Okay, what about Aberdeen, Kilmarnock, Dave Galloway?
9: Well as we know it's an exciting race for third place Gordon with Aberdeen breathing down Hearts next but also looking in their rear view mirrors with St Mirren and Hibs within four points of them. Out with the Old Firm the Dons are the Premiership's form side having racked up four successive wins and five out of six Kamarnock have so much to play for as well of course as they try to haul themselves further away from the bottom two and they will be boosted by last weekend's win over Hearts with ten men as well. They've taken four points from their last two games. It's a clash that sees uh, Barry Robson facing the man who signed him for Aberdeen, his friend and former mentor, Derek McInnes. That friendship, though, will certainly be set aside for a while this afternoon. To the teams, Aberdeen make one change. Duncan is in for the suspended shinny, so it's Ruse in goals. A back three of Pollock, McDonald and Scales midfield McCrory Ramadani Duncan Clarkson and Hayes with the front two of Mayovsky and Duke substitutes For the Dons today, Horter, Mackenzie, Markenday, Mislovich, Watkins, Coulson, Richardson, Kennedy and Bavage. A couple of changes uh, for Kilmarnock. In come Chambers and Lyons out uh, drop Mackenzie, who of course is suspended as well, uh, and Vassell. So, Walker in goals, back three of Mayo, Wright and Dorset. Across the middle, Lyons, Watson, Donnelly, Jones and Chambers with Armstrong and Deutsch. Up top The subs for Killy today Hemming Power Taylor Alston Murray Robinson McKinroy, Alabiosu, And Wales Match referee here at Pataudry It's Don Robertson On VAR It's Alan Newlands Great
1: storylines everywhere Barry Robson against Derek McInnes Aberdeen going for five league wins in a row For the first time in eight years It's all set up there For Dave Galloway I mean Roger Hanna Just to go back to to Tyne Castle What is the level of pressure Then on, on Robbie Nielsen How do you quantify that Because When we talk about pressure Let's be honest We talk about managers Losing their job A manager who sits third At the moment So what what? How can you quantify How much pressure he's under
6: Yeah he's bound to be under pressure Simply because of The the relationship frac- Gordon He's always had With the Hearts fans I heard a, a Hearts caller Through the weekend he showed You were asking him where does it all stem from? And it, it ridiculously goes back to a cup tie they lost against Hibbs seven years ago. And still, a section of the Hearts support have never forgiven Robbie Nielsen. And you know, at moments like this, it's always the, the minority, the loud vocal minority, who make themselves heard at moments like this. And he will know the importance of a fast start today. I spoke to one of the Hearts players, and it wasn't Andy Halliday, before the game, but when they were arriving, and he had said that had been Robbie Nielsen's message start quickly. Try and put St Mirren on the back foot and try and get the support behind you because if anything goes in the first five or ten minutes here St Mirren were to score first say and they did make a flying start against Livingston seven days ago as you remember you just wonder how this support at Tynecastle w- w- would react
1: Yeah and, and for St Mirren it's been said a lot this week Roger, one of the last teams you want to rock up um, when you're, you're in a difficult place but you pointed out Hart's home form is very good generally and particularly against St Mirren and this is a real crucial period for them isn't it because for all the plaudits they need to get that top 6 they'll look at other clubs I mean Livingston have even done it Motherwell have done it regularly over the, the period St Johnston have been flying high for a number of seasons St Mirren need to compare themselves to those clubs and start doing it regularly don't they
6: yeah, I would agree with that. And it, it's, if they can do it, it's another great piece of work in his CV for Stephen Robinson. I don't need to tell you. He took Mullerwo to a couple of cup finals. He's come back to Scotland to take this job. And if he could get St Mirren in the top six, or if he could get St Mirren a passport into European competition next season, for me, that would be an even bigger achievement than taking Mullerwo to Hamden a couple of times.
1: Yeah, I think Stephen Robinson uh, partially agreed with you Not too long ago It was an unbelievable start to the afternoon at Celtic Park A five goal thriller Celtic Edge Go 12 points clear And we're asking for your reaction 0141 951 1025 Pick up the phone right now and let us know And we've got three o'clock games kicking off next
0: Scottish football's league leader This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson And Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 If you want to get in touch But it's also 3 o'clock On a Saturday afternoon So we're spinning a number of plates here But do get your calls in Give us your reaction Fraser Wishart is still At Celtic Park So we'll push our luck And keep a hold of him Certainly for the first couple of calls Given that he was a An eyewitness But we do have 3 o'clock games Getting underway As well Who came closest On the predictor For the Celtic I Rangers game? I had 2-1 Celtic So I two, said two. Celtic would score 3 So I think we're on there huh? uh, I'm, uh, giving I'm giving it to Hugh yeah. How are you? I get like
4: 4 goals I, I said Celtic five. would you win by the You got the outcome board. of the game wrong <laughs>
1: <laughs> You said sure a draw It wouldn't be a draw though He said Celtic would win Come on sure this is not mark. difficult 2-1-3-2 yeah, He said Celtic would score 3 Celtic by an odd goal That's what I predicted Exactly Give it to Hugh And you didn't predict Rangers to score And he did You're uh, right Victory Mr Keevans What about your 3 o'clock games How are they looking? Well Simple,
2: straightforward. The home team won at twelve thirty and at three o'clock all four home teams oh. will win. Hearts St mm. Johnston, Motherwell, Aberdeen, all home wins. You going the same? I've got exact
7: okay. same Gordon Dale. all
4: homes. Any difference? Uh yeah, one. I think Ross County will turn over St. Johnstone
7: Clyde
0: won, super scoreboard, goal flashes. With Clyde build windows and doors. Buy now. Pay nothing till 2024.
1: Okay, the calls are starting to come in, so keep them... Oh my goodness, we've got one of these already. Mm. What a start to the afternoon.
0: Goal flashes. With Clyde built Home Improvements.
1: He is the player of the month in the Scottish Premiership I asked you the question during the week Is he the best player outside of Glasgow in the top flight? And it's that man, Duke One minute on the clock Aberdeen one Kumar McNeil, Dream start for the understudy That is Barry Robson Incredible
2: I burst out laughing During the week when I read a piece in the newspaper from Duke Will you stop playing me a microphone? I'm not touching my microphone uh, <laughs> Who are you talking to? He, <laughs> when he said that Scottish food was very poor He said they eat beans for their breakfast here I burst out laughing Yeah, they're no cold ones
1: here <laughs> You heat them up Because you eat them for breakfast, yeah. lunch
2: and dinner But, but he, he, he makes no bones about it He's here for a stepping stone into English football And at the rate he scores goals for Aberdeen He'll get it Brilliant start
3: what, yeah, a, what, a, what a signing he's been Mark Oh he's been absolutely terrific And you know Putting in a real turn for Barry Robson Just now You've got to say Barry Robson taking over the reins It was a hard gig for him To come in there Turn the ship He's certainly done that So
4: he's put himself the, right in the frame the, For the job I next don't year A little bit more pressure at towncastle Castle Because right now they've leapfrogged They're uh, listening heart. to Super and Sc- Andy yeah.
1: Halliday said he was going to keep a Your piece of Is Airpod Andy on the bench? No he's playing from the start
4: Oh well he could Listen pick then pick
1: an airpod in Like oh, I mean Rory Ma- McIlroy Can do yeah. walking down the fairway Look what happened to him <laughs> um, Sterling Albion Are closing in On the League 2 title anyway But particularly now Dumbarton losing again And in one Dumbarton Hill Inside two minutes right, right keep the calls coming in We'll get you a teaser In a second Fraser are you still with us Has the dust settled Celtic fans are not still there Are they
5: no, and uh, it, it's really strange being in a stadium where there was such a noise, such an atmosphere after a fantastic 90 minutes and all of a sudden it's empty but there's still media duties going on. I can see post poster call about 15 yards to my left-hand side speaking to some of uh, the newspaper colleagues so he'll obviously have something to say on our show in, in a wee while but uh, yeah, it's a kind of strange atmosphere but I'm sure the Celtic fans all over the country are celebrating and rightly so because the league's pretty much tied up.
1: Yeah. I mean, the overriding feeling for you, Fraser What what is it? Is it about the title? Is it about the fact that it was actually quite a good spectacle for the neutral?
5: Yeah, for me it's about the spectacle I mean, it was a terrific 90 minutes Um, From a Celtic perspective, they played in fits and starts They weren't their fluent self at times I think a lot of that's down to the way Rangers played They they pressed the game high up In midfield, I think Raskin and uh, and Jack did a, a decent job as well it was at the back, I think Suter and Davis had good games but they make mistakes and they were punished by by Kyogo. so uh, for for me it was a terrific 90 minutes to watch and that's the most important thing for for, for us who are just watching the game but I think for for Rangers fans the questions will start to be how can they bridge that gap because there is a gap um, but uh, they, they were in the game today and it was enough there to Give them hope for the, the semi-final But there is a gap And there'll be huge changes in the club over the summer time So it's up to the board to find the money to, to close this gap Because Celtic will certainly spend And I think Celtic will be better next season
1: And that's why this week will feature a bit of everything You know, what happened today? What about the good moments And the, the good goals And the mistakes And the refereeing decisions But then What about the league title? And what about the Scottish Cup semi-final? And what about the gap in next season? And so on It was quite the afternoon, Hugh Evans.
2: Last weekend
1: Uh, Malik Tillman scored two goals
2: At Ibrox against the Premiership's Bottom club, Dundee United And thereafter we were talking about The necessity for Rangers to buy him On a permanent deal from Bayern Munich £5 million being the agreed price for him Today, yet again He was pretty much a non-contributor In a Celtic match And I wonder if that might be Something that Rangers ponder Because if you take Five million pounds Out of your budget To buy someone Who was already there How much is left
1: To strengthen the squad further And that might well be another One of the talking points So please do Get them started 01419511025 But it's a busy Saturday afternoon So we'll get there And then come five o'clock We go wall to wall calls uh, Between then And the end of the show Let's get the teaser up and running Hugh whilst we line up Our first call
0: the first half teaser with the Scottish Sun.co.uk football for the best football news and opinion online.
2: Got to be an old firm teaser to begin with today. Can you name the last two Rangers and the last two Celtic players to have scored in consecutive old firm games? Name the last two Rangers players. And the last two Celtic players to have scored
1: in consecutive Old Firm derbies. Some of them might not be that tough. Uh, At Clyde SSB, that's where you have to send your answers in. At Clyde SSB, one tweet with all four names on it. Made it a bit easier than normal today, I would suggest. So send over your tweets, please. And see if you can win the race. That's the aim of the game on the first half teaser. Get thinking, only four answers. Very doable today. Very, very doable. Peterhead1FC, Edinburgh. Uh nil on the league one score lines so far we'll keep an eye on the Palmerston Pep that's a big game in the race for the playoffs he's is away to Alloa away mm, home it's one it's a big one that is a big oh. one home one manager of the month of course one yeah of that's what firm. I
4: mean minute you get manager of the month <laughs> mm. well were you uh, did you, <laughs> you yeah it no was well, well, it certainly wasn't breaking was
3: it no no it was not breaking so you that didn't narrows even, it down you
4: didn't even get one of the month <laughs> <laughs> got air, pop- I got a weird dream. My first
3: My first four weeks Into football <sighs> Won all the games And then it did went it Dramatically do. <laughs> downhill the After that I did oh, Still got the that. trophy Sometimes I dust it down And just oh, look They were the days the good I old worked, I days I the
4: best Director of football You see time. you didn't
3: even know
4: <clears> That's what yeah, Well it should have been The man
3: upstairs Should have maybe Delivered me a hamper To say
2: well done, you know
4: you've I done it. I brought great. you. Like, what brought you?
2: I find his utter dismissal of your football career, your managerial mm. career, and your life in general to be oh, upsetting.
1: Where a big goal? Falkirk <laughs> like like won them Now Nailed them firmly Are closing in on that title. I think they had designs On winning today Then winning midweek And that would be it Is that, is that right It would be over the line um, But Aidan Nisbet's got Falkirk one in front there We always, we always get fascinated About the crowd right, In that hold one Hold that Ooh. thought Hold that thought We've got another one of these Already
0: Cool <coughs> flashes With Clyde built Home improvements
1: And some goalscorers just don't surprise you anymore It's Kevin Van Veen It's a great driving run from Furlong Cut across to Van Veen Couple of touches And then rifles it into the roof of the net Red hot form Kevin Van Veen this season That's him up to 17 in the league Uh, Even more if you factor in all competitions So he's absolutely flying Gordon
4: Well everybody talks about Duke And yeah he's a great signing You look at Motherwell When they needed someone to step up to the plate I know they changed their manager and things changed for them, but for a striker, that's him over twenty goals in all competitions. For a team that was down there, we were all thinking they could get relegated, not that long ago. Absolutely brilliant return from Kevin Van Veen.
3: Yeah, that's incredible. You think we were, you know, waxing lyrical about Warren Shantland and how well he was doing for Hearts, and he's on eighteen goals. And then you've got Van Veen, just one behind him, might go level with him in the league terms of goals This afternoon He's been Terrific But I'll keep I'll keep going back To the point I made At the start of the season I don't think We were seeing the best of him Because he didn't have Willing runners round about him You know he doesn't Move That's, very why, much.
4: that's why I've never Got his name on my back Of my strip Because I don't know Much as a letter But I'm just looking Over Gordon's shoulder And it be a right few quid I'll tell you what S- Seven, oh, seven it's letters But
3: how many letters
4: Is in DL <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Anyway 12 letters
5: Kevin, Kevin Van, Kevin. Van <laughs> 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 first name.
1: He's got the
0: first name i
4: want the full block.
1: You don't get the first name know, mate Stop on this scraps. guy
2: <laughs> no. I, I would I would call him enumerate If I thought he knew what it meant But uh, You know All praise for Kevin Van Wien But what about Stuart Kettlewell, The manager What a mm. job yeah. On the night that Wraith Rovers Put Motherwell out the cup They were a doomed club And looked a shambles And they took a chance on Stuart Kettlewell. Fortunately for them, he was on the premises anyway. And he has done an outstanding
1: job. Yeah, he absolutely has. Right, Let's get our first call to react to the game at Celtic Park. Earlier it finished, Celtic 3, Rangers 2, 12 points. Now the gap. How does Matt, a Rangers fan on the line, sum it all up?
10: Uh, Shocking. Defensive suicide by Rangers today. But I wouldn't worry about the Scottish Cup, if they can sort it out. I happen to set your son to a selfish supporter Oh, murder. that's you know, a sore one. Asking, that is a sore <laughs> one, Matt. Are they, are, they going,
1: <laughs> are they going easy on you or are they sticking the boot in?
10: They're sticking the boot as usual, but uh, especially my big son, Matthew. I mean, he's telling at like the tram news went to, he's a supporter. <laughs>
1: Honestly, the domestic disputes yeah. uh, mm. in the Matt household. Fraser, Matt needs. The Rangers' defence sorted out. and, And look, you can see why when you look at two of the goals, certainly.
5: Yeah, two of the goals uh, certainly, and, and even, the, even the first one as well. Nobody picking up Kyogo in the box. You get, you've got to give credit to Kyogo because he stepped away from the goals as the defender ran. Defenders ran towards the goals to cut cut the, the cross off. But uh, yeah, the, the second and the third goal, just two uh, uh, individual blunders. One by Davis, one by by Suter. And uh, uh, you do it at this level, they punish you. Terrific finishes by Kyogo and Jota. So uh, I, mean, I, th- I thought John Suter did enough to show, and he was he was certainly. Fit enough to play the full 90 minutes And compete there that, that he can play for Rangers Play at this level But he's got to cut out those mistakes And if that's, that's the one thing That you don't do against Celtic Because they'll punish you
1: And what does that look like Fraser in terms of Do you just completely Write that off and say You know, well Individual mistakes And then these things happen And you can't legislate for them Or or can you Or do you also need to then Immediately bring into the equation That Celtic did make mistakes Today at the back They did But you don't notice them the same Because Rangers don't punish Celtic The way Celtic punish Rangers So is it then an attacking problem That you need to mention At the same time?
5: Well yeah I think it's a bit of both At both ends And um, you're talking about the Morelos chance, where, where I think he mis-hit it. I, I haven't seen it back, but he seemed to hit it into the ground. A good save by, by Joe Hart at the back post. He had a header, that I think, hit his own player on the line as well, all that had a volley. There was a period at the start of the second half where, where uh, Celtic were on the back foot and the fans were getting animated and so much so that Ange Postacoglu made a change. He, went, he changed formation, which he rarely does. He brings on Iwata to try and give him a bit more strength in that midfield area. And from there, they, they, there was a springboard for them to go and win the game. But the Rangers had their chances throughout the game. But if you're Michael Beale, you look at it overall. You're thinking that that was a decent performance by by their team. Competed with Celtic, but you can't give Celtic the individual chances that that they did. I mean, Davis with Fluffy's header, falls to Kyogo. You're just thinking goal, and that's not any disservice to Kyogo because it was an excellent finish, as was as was Jota. But at this level, make away with it against against lower teams, but uh, you'll not get away with it against Celtic.
1: Uh, Matt, I mean, is. I'm going to ask if that's the league over I think you're going to say yes So was it over before today Or how do you feel about the title?
10: Oh, it was over before today the There's a the matter what Rangers done today But I can think that uh, Michael Beal's love child Who's Ryan Kent Was non-existent today I mean the, the goal will get chopped off And less shocking But Rangers done something today that they competed today That makes me hopeful for the Scottish Cup final If they can sort the defence out
1: Yeah, Fraser, look, everyone's a master of spin on days like this You will hear it all, not only today, but over the next week as well In terms of the balance of play, do you expect Rangers fans to be a bit buoyed by what they saw? And then I expect Celtic fans to say, yeah, but you couldn't beat us again and all that sort of stuff But in terms of, Matt's obviously looking at it from a a Rangers perspective
5: Yeah, I, I think so, I think Rangers fans will be happier with the performance uh, I mean they stood up and they went toe to toe with Celtic earlier in the game we were talking about how they, they pressed from the front it was good work rate from Tillman and Kent and Cantwell but the quality is just there from Celtic on the ball. You know, they they work the ball so well and when they get into attacking areas, they take up great positions and really awkward positions, like O'Reilly. Moy when he was when he's when he's on his game, but Hatati when he's playing as well. Really awkward positions to, to mark. And once they get in beyond your, your your midfield and turning and going at your back four, you're you're in trouble. And that's the big difference. The big difference between the teams today was this, the clinical finishing of, of Celtic and uh, they could have had a couple more. But I, I do think Rangers supporters will feel far better with the performance than they did after the, the, the Cup final when I think there was a lot of despondency around. But uh, there's still that gap and it's just up to the players now to, to cut those individual mistakes because without that, they can perhaps bridge that gap for the semi-final. But obviously Celtic will be, will be huge favourites. It's
1: so, unfair, Hugh, we spent weeks after the, the Cup game yeah. you know, there was a proper inquest there from Rangers' point of view about gap. Yeah. Well, on the performance, will that happen this time? Should it happen? I don't think it should be
2: that type of inquest. I think if you love football and you Mm. (coughs) understand that this is our flagship game, Celtic versus Rangers or Rangers versus Celtic, you want it to look the way it looked today. You want it to be one side on top, then the other, other side back on top, then the other, and five goals and all the thrills and spills that we had. That's the way you want it Mm. to look. However, the hard part in this city is. Today was the the league decider. It's won by Celtic now. The next game is the cup decider because the one who wins the semi-final at Hampden wins the Scottish Cup because there's no way in this world that Falkirk or Inverness Cali will beat Celtic or Rangers. That puts Michael Beale under a lot of pressure in the cup semi-final because you can praise Rangers for many things that they did today. Tavernier. Immense, outstanding Any word you care to use But you cannot go on Losing to Celtic And they've already taken a cup from you If they beat you On the 30th of April at Hamden, They've won the other cup as well So Michael Beale comes under Tremendous pressure
1: in that match Six out of the last seven meetings Between the sides Gordon Have either been draws Or have been settled by the odd goal mm-hmm. I completely understand why the 4-0 and the 3-0 at Celtic Park Sticks in the memory Because it would But Rangers are In the head-to-heads Clearly Not as good as Celtic And I know the scoreline is maybe a simplistic way of looking at things sometimes But the, the games aren't Recently More often than not It is that odd goal Yeah but the the thing that would
4: worry me If I was involved with Rangers, Rangers, supporter It's the odd goal And it goes to Celtic Oh absolutely It's not luck um, you know, uh, Celtic have just get the beating of Rangers just now, and and what what I think we're doing with Rangers against Celtic is we're looking at are they bridging the gap. Yeah, they'll be happy with our performance. This is Rangers Celtic games. It's not about mm. the performance, it's about winning the games, and just now. Until that last 10 minutes you're thinking Oh Rangers could go out here with draw If they go out there with draw I, thought, I, I would have been saying brilliant result I just think there's a bit of a gap mm. still to close going forward And I think Michael Beale needs transfer windows Mark, to
1: Mark, that may well be the case But at the same time When Michael Beale enters the building his The one that's sticking in everybody's memory Is Celtic 4, Rangers nil. Yeah Yeah um, They've not done enough yet. They can't. They're not as good as Celtic yet. So that's just there for every for everyone to see. But in terms of heading in the right direction, even if it's slowly, even if it's slightly, is that is that what we've seen? Yeah,
3: it, it, because those games have got closer. My argument about that would be the last game, today's game, the semi final, and the game at Ibrox Michael Beals had three pops. No one any of them and you could say Celtic haven't been at their best at all in any even today I thought they were off it so as much as Rangers have improved in today's performance people say oh it was much improved and it was they could be happy with their performance I think Celtic have still been off it in those games I think that's yeah, a concern for Michael. That, Beal. How
1: much of that, though, is, is down, down to Rangers, to Rangers yeah, being uh, the second well, best team in the country well, and stopping them?
3: S- sometimes, but you know, you look at players like Aaron Moy today who can complete a pass. You even go back to the games that I brought. You look at the game at Hamden where Maeda kept running the ball at the pitch. That's individual performances. Now, yes, I think Michael Beale has made Rangers a better team. I think even the way they press today is better, but. The gap is still there In my opinion I think Celtic Could take it up a notch If they were ever In a situation That pegged back Look when they needed a goal At Ibrox And it was all going against them All of a sudden Ange Postacoglu Turns makes three Four substitutions They get a goal When they needed to step up At Hamden, They did mm. When they needed to Score a third today uh, And capitalise on Rangers They did So that's there And that's what Michael Beale has to get better I think that Will only come When new players Arriving at Ibrox I, Rather I, than the squad he's got I agree
2: with what you're saying That Celtic were not At their scintillating best In three of the four matches That have taken place so far like The 4 <laughs> nothing game You have to say That was Celtic Peak Celtic But they've scored 11 goals Against Rangers In those four games
1: Yeah, That's, yeah. That, mm-hmm. that that ought to be A cause for concern If you're Michael Beale. Uh Yeah thank you to Matt Hope your sons Take it easy on you Matt A split household As I'm sure there will be Many of them You just take yourself <laughs> off Out for the night When yeah. you turn yeah. your phone off and, yeah. No I'd throw them out <laughs> um, let's bring in Paul Who's a Celtic fan then From the other side of things Paul, how do you assess it? Oh, can't hear Paul For some reason Paul, can you hear us? Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah How do you assess today's game?
11: Uh, hi God. hi guys uh, My assessment today Is probably one of the worst Celtic have played all season uh, But the second and third goal Were created because, as Anne says, we never stop. They just don't get, they, they didn't get up. There was, the the ball was going out for Diego's second goal. I think it was Jota that won it, and even Jota's goal. A lot of people would have get up the goals. They never played well, eh, but they don't give up. They, they, they don't give in. Eh, Alistair Johnston, the guy's top class. I mean, I know I, I keep going with it, but and a, a total upgrade in Juranovic as a defender. I don't want to get into that again, but the guy, is brilliant. Big, strong man. I thought Celtic, again, I, I can't fault them, because even when they're not at it, and Aaron Moyer's one of the worst games I've saw from but I, I'd still cut from pass marks, because they don't give up, the heads don't go down. Uh, I think Ange has, has instilled this in him, and I heard him shouting on about the day when uh, they'll, they'll no go long but I thought ah, I kind of fault them even when they're even when they're not playing well and before says you need to give Rangers credit I'm not looking at Rangers I, I'm looking at Celtic and they, they've set that higher standard but that is probably one of the worst they've played the all season but
1: again dig deep they never stop uh, I mean Fraser Alistair Johnson was he your man of the match I think he got it in the television coverage if not who was?
5: Yeah, well, he was certainly walking down in front of me about five minutes ago with a big bottle of champagne. So I think he, he got it from maybe the on the TV, but certainly the sponsors as as, as well. Uh, I I don't think he could argue against him. I thought he was he was terrific. He looks like the the modern day fullback because he can motor, he can run all day. He's quick, he's strong, but he's also powerful as well. He's a big lad. Can uh, you know a few of the Rangers players just bouncing off him as well? But he can pass the ball, so he's he's got the full game. For me, so I, I, th- I thought he was uh, he, he was terrific. Um, you obviously got, got to look at James Tavernier on the, on the other side, you know, and I thought Tavernier played better, far better than he has done in, in, in big games defensively as well. Uh, but got his got his two goals. But Johnson, um, terrific, really good signing. And I agree with the caller that you know when you sell Nuriyevitch and you get ten million, you spend five in Johnson. There's no difference, no difference at all. In fact, you're getting a completely different player, far more mobile, far more athletic as well. So uh, a good a good move all round for Celtic. Mark, man of the match for you? Yeah, I thought so.
3: I thought it was a couple of contenders. Hugh had mentioned to me, Cal McGregor was also a steady influence in there. But I think Johnson, when you seen his first involvement in the game, was to pick out Kyogo. It showed that range of passing while he's got the, the goal that was uh, chalked off. But then, how aggressive he is as a defender. It must be incredible hard. It's a winger playing against him. You've seen and when he chases Kent into the corner, he knows. Went to press and went to stand off. He knew he couldn't give Kent time to turn. His pace, his use of the ball, Fraser mentioned it all there. He's been terrific for Celtic. Celtic fans took to him right away. And even going back to his his first game Ibrooks, where he's been in the building for a wee bit, but it's such a pressure game to go into and play. Um, he had a good afternoon there as well. So absolutely terrific again this afternoon.
4: Full house for me. Um, yeah. I like him. I think he's settled into the... Back role very quickly, as Mark quite really says thrown in at a deep end, didn't faze him. Uh, he's got everything in his locker. Uh, modern day full back, terrific. And by the way, he'll only get better.
3: Oh, I've got to say, sorry, Gordon, I criticized him during the game for Tavernier's second goal because I him, thought Mark. he's he's got to see Tavernier behind him. But Looking at it more closely, he actually has to pick up Morelos in the middle. Rangers just get an overload, so I'll exonerate him for that one.
1: So, whose fault is it then? Yeah, Do you well, I, you think whoever, no, no, I think whoever. No, no, I think whoever
3: who There's was marking there. in there before has run out. I couldn't quite see who's ran out just to press the ball, yeah. came up too early and forgot. You need to pick up
1: when you come out as well. A bit
4: of backtracking gone, yeah. let's <laughs> be
1: Just blame Joe Hart, he never kept it out. <laughs> Um, right, thank you to Paul It is a strange Saturday afternoon With these early kickoffs Because we do, we need to The nation demands it We open the phone lines early And get your feedback on the game But we do have 3 o'clock matches as well So we'll drip-feed these calls in And then 5 o'clock wall-to-wall From there on in Stirling Albion the least five one. So the top two in League 2 Are both losing at the moment That's more problematic for Dumbarton Than it is uh, for Stirling Albion, but we'll keep an eye on it. That Duke goal, by the way. So remember, they're in front. Aberdeen won, Kelly nil. Motherwell won, Levy nil. Duke's goal, 17 seconds wow. on the clock. Must have been beans. Unbelievable, isn't
3: it? it Kelly's record on the road, though. You know, defensively, so so bad.
4: Yeah, and you're going up there. Darren McInnes so will be looking to really get something at Patondry. Of course, he will. And you lose a goal 17 seconds Incredible
1: I mean I know in the end It doesn't Matter all that much Where you pick up your points But I think in the season They got relegated They won four on the road They've not won any
10: mm, so They're fair. really
1: really rela- Relying on that Home form uh, At the moment Certainly still, still no sign of life
2: From Pinecastle
1: Well, No nothing much doing A good chance there For Jordan White For Ross County At McDermott Park and again, St Johnston, along with Motherwell, they're the the strange cases of being better away from home than they are at home. Um, so St Johnston struggling a bit. St Mirren are on top. Hugh, in oh. Tynecastle. I have to tell you. I mean,
2: you know, there does come a point where, if you keep losing matches, of course you're under pressure. Mm. He's lost, he's lost five out the last six, uh, and next week's the Edinburgh derby. Um, so of course, you get a very short. Space of time now You look, look down the road in England the, the, the casualty rate there It's growing and growing you get no time People but don't have time He's to not
4: got the you. comfort blanket Just now as it stands Because the comfort blanket is We can finish third At this moment in time Our Dean of Lee Frog I love that Yeah,
1: You're right because it's As it stands season You're yeah. allowed to say that now I think it yeah. matters now you As happy it, with it stands that? Because it's the Oh it's the um, the business end of the season As Hugh it, declared If Hearts do not win this
2: match today And are leapfrogged by Aberdeen And uh, you know A draw is not mm. enough for Robbie Nielsen He will go into the Edinburgh Derby mm. Under
1: great strain Looks like Dumbarton have absolutely chucked The League 2 title <sighs> right? They were in the driving seat by the way c- c- Comfortably a couple of weeks ago I know
4: when I watched them against Aberdeen I know I, I know, a guy uh, has
1: seen them but I think, think he took the legs off them They're 3-0 down now At, at Annan, And Stirling Albion of equal yeah, So again feedback. Advantage Sterling In that title race Dunn Main Gogic They've all Had he- headers from corners Thierry Smalls Deliveries causing problems For Hearts And they've had those issues In goal as well of course Which aren't helping I mean things are so critical Andy, how do you get a game <laughs> <a pop up. laughs> As you. They Sometimes oh. turn to him on the big occasion, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, like, uh, he gold. pops up with a goal, doesn't he? Yeah, doesn't he'll it? pop up you know, with a goal. Oh, he'll be in on Monday if that happens. Yeah. Although, wonder if he watched the game at lunchtime. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, how he's be in feel. the best image, really. We'll see how he's feeling. Um, let's check in on the teaser, please. Here. Okay, old firm
2: teaser. can you name the last two Rangers players and the last two Celtic players to
1: have scored in consecutive? Old firm games. Now, I, I did say that there are, there are parts of that question that are very simple. Okay, yes. that's that's all I'll, I'll say for you. Declan would like to throw in Tom Rogic. No. And Connor Goldson. No. There's a shout there from Ryan Kent. He's not there. Derek. Derek's given me different versions here. Um, he's 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 nearly there. Well, he's there on the Celtic ones. He's gone for. Dado Purso No Peter Lovenkrantz
2: Nope
1: And They, they have done it But they're just too far back Some of them uh, And Duncan would like to mention Alfredo Morelos He's hardly scored against Celtic at all Musa Dembele not there. Not in the most recent. So there we are. Good question. Good question. Keep them coming at Clyde SSB. How are you two faring? Show me your no answer, please.
4: The day. I'm <laughs> not playing up. No,
1: no, you seem under like, the weather. Under I'm the weather. not feeling the greatest. Do you know what I've noticed? Actually, I can't. I can't help but notice because I've not here, had one coffee. Yeah, you're a coffee fiend in here. No. Hmm. not had any today. <laughs> no. <laughs> Got we upset, Tommy? Have we? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm strung- I may rub your belly for you. I'm
4: struggling, but I still had the decency. Look. What? Brought the cakes in. You uh, didn't. Brought the cake. Well, Don't I did really. a Coffee. John Fickleby would meet with my tyre. Oh, did he? Did
1: Hold he? He said that I was believing for three and a half hours. You go to. You go and get your tyre fixed, oh, and the guy not only fixes it, but probably, gives you cakes the for the wee studio. Boy well,
4: that to me, he says, "Give me a minute." He says. They're slaughtering you in that radio He <laughs> Take them in <laughs> What is this? <laughs> the boys down unbelievable there. They are a top notch I'll tell you what Great tyre Great tyre run- I'm cakes. going round the corners Like Lewis Hamilton And <laughs> <In> Saudi Arabia <laughs> track Woo.
1: That's but, unreal no, Everything okay Because Jen You you. you I mean, you have what 15 coffees a day You're always yeah, telling us so on the show go- I'm uh, struggling so so a wee bit I've had a wee sore, virus sore stomach, I mean.
4: uh, A wee virus mm. Uh why
1: you keep Popping out of this I studio. Was, I've only popped out Once you're wearing, <laughs> you're wearing a path In that carpet
4: No, no Not at all That's right He's nice. got his list joggies on not the day. You've got a virus And you've come in here
2: To spread your contagion Is that yeah, what you're yeah, you? yeah I'm
4: hoping you all Have it by tomorrow I'll be away But I'll oh. tell you what There's
1: the return <laughs> t- Chris get yeah. a plunger looked at.
2: There's
4: it uh, <laughs> <laughs> You
1: know, I don't need a fight <laughs> Stop <laughs> it <right>, enough, <laughs> enough 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 <laughs> People are having late well, lunch, early Frank dinner Lampard, out
5: there Yeah, the
1: Frank Lampard effect <laughs> And 1-0 <one nil> down <laughs> Wolves, um, A Wolves Stranger point for he gets sacked again, no. can he? <laughs> sacked, sacked before the end of the season
4: Caretaker <laughs> at Everton a next pay, week
1: payoff's a payoff pay <laughs> By the, like
4: the way, that boy can walk in a job, can he you not? Know? I'd like to I'd like to have his PR company round about me What about Graham Potter's PR? I'd be in the top Chelsea? radio show in what, the what world What
3: was that in the regions of? 12 million
4: he goes to Mauritius 20 grand
3: Not a bad 22 10 months. I wonder if that's all
4: inclusive 20 biggins eh Does it matter to You'd him like Does to he, he get a so. wee band Yellow band He walks up to the bar uh, Why a you? Wee? Just out of curiosity I don't know Because I just thought That's where the bar You go to a lot of these All inclusives don't you Who's that An in all inclusive Sorry A have missed <laughs> that. Potter 20 grand Mauritius <laughs>
3: Twenty grand, aye, but I'm
4: thinking, do you get the band? No, you, you get the band. band uh, I, 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 the real vodka, mate. The real vodka. Oh, the real beer. I,
10: I
1: did it. it, it, it lads. Hold that thought. I've never been so happy to get away from extreme nonsense on here. <laughs> Goal flashes
0: with Clyde Built Home Improvements.
1: Kevin Van Veen, what can you say? He has scored yet again. The keeper got a touch on it, maybe could have done better, but it wasn't enough. It's Motherwell 2, Livingston 0, and it is all... All about that man, Kevin Van Veen. He already passed the 20 goals in all competitions marked last season. That's him up to 18 in the league alone. Matches Lauren Shankland in second place. Great stats. Keogo.
3: Yeah, great stats. Particularly how the team has fared this season. Um, I said last season, I thought he'd be away. I thought someone would have sat up and took notice of that. What you know? ages are,
1: what ages gone, 30? Yeah, he's in his 30s. 30s yeah, I don't yeah. think
3: it matters when you've got a physical. Presence like him Who can finish Which he can Then You get 31.
1: Interest Fra- and. Fraser Wishart Will just shamelessly Take advantage of you You thought you were only there To discuss Celtic Rangers But I, I mean I, Even with my Claret and Amber bias right, I don't know if I can Get him on your short list At your PFA Scotland Awards In a few weeks time But If there was an award for You know Sort of best of the rest Or whatever Bottom six player of the year You know that sort of thing You could not ignore this man Could you?
5: There's usually one Old Firm player that's on the list almost every year, so... Probably him or Lauren Shankland would would, uh, would be the ones I think Celtic will dominate the nominations There's three out of four But the players sometimes There's always somebody out with the ultimate that gets in there You couldn't argue against Van Veen. I mean to score so many goals Not just for a club like Motherwell you know, i mean, I played for Motherwell for many years And guys like Andy Walker And uh, like Stevie Kirkman really scored nearly 20 goals had James McFadden over the years as well And some really terrific strikers But to score a goal for Motherwell When they've had such a poor season is, uh, is a fantastic achievement. So I, I think him or Lon Shanklin might just sneak into the, the nominees.
1: Well, never know. Duke, we said earlier, he could have an option, yeah. I suppose. Oh. The Palmerston oh. Pep, Aloha 0, Queen of the South 2, a double from Rory Payton. Oh, oh. Falkirk. Yeah. Falkirk 2 0 up in Dunfermline.
4: Well, it's all gone off here.
1: Marvin Bartley's never He'll looked be back since you said that you were going to go and watch his team train and then never did. I'm unfortunate the best. I've been
4: thing. busy, yeah. I'd like to go on no, I think he's obviously, hoping whatever stay he, away. Whatever he's doing is obviously productive. Brilliant. Spends, Brilliant. His own, awesome. uh,
1: spends his full time in the gym. I don't know how he actually gets any homework done to I pass know. on to his players. He's got to build up his strength to carry that water bottle. That is very true. Motherwell have got the ball in the net again, but the referee or the assistant flags for offside. I think, uh, you know. Oh, hold on. VAR is going to take a look at that one for Motherwell.
0: Oh. Goal flashes. With built Home Improvements And it
1: has been given This is rampant from Motherwell 3-0 up inside 35 minutes against Livingston Motherwell are enjoying themselves in the Lanarkshire sunshine It's probably not enough um, Verging on definitely not enough To get that top six spot that looks beyond them But what a difference um, A few weeks can make It was Blair Spittle went through Saved by Shamal George And Max Johnson followed up um, initially flagged For offside goal stands
12: mm, What about
3: for Livy though Livy yeah. last week yep. Three
1: down after Well What 40
4: minutes And this week Three down after 35 minutes Quick run round to the Livy dressing room See the half time t- Hear the half ten That'll
1: be good Hear it from your flat I suspect Yeah my windows are open as yeah, well Yeah if your walls Could talk Anyway and um, oh, my walls can't talk. <laughs> Rory Payton's apparently In the Scottish Sun today Pouring praise on Marvin Bartley um, Obviously you all read that And you just forgot Yep yeah. Didn't yeah. oh, But
4: That's a great start To his management career You know yeah. He's doing very well He sits that tracksuit Nice colour Would Rory mind If we called him a crawler? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Max Johnson credited With that goal Fraser Wishart Yeah You just wonder he, Hugh Keaven's is celebrating because Brighton have equalised. In case you couldn't uh, forget, uh, couldn't pick that one up. Fraser, Motherwell, you know, maybe add on two more games and they might make the make make the top six. Add on maybe even one more, but I think they play Celtic again, so they're just gonna. Probably going to run out of time But what a turnaround it's been
5: Yeah I was at the Ray Throwers game Heard Hugh talking about right. the, the, the state of it The state of the club at that point Stevie Hamill walking out And losing his job Unfortunately for him But uh, great They've had good players You know I think you, Sometimes you look at a team And you think Well they're in trouble And Mother were in trouble But you thought That they had the players To get out of it But how were they going to Turn it around To get the players Back in good form, I've been impressed by Blair Spittle When at any time I've seen him, you know he's come into the team this year as well. And of course Van Veen scoring plenty of goals. Young Max Johnson's come in and, and done really well. But I think is he out of contract in the summer, Gordon? Yes. Or so, I, I don't think he'll be re-signing it. There'll be plenty of offers for him. And unfortunately for Motherwell, they might not get a huge transfer fee because if he's out of contract. It goes mm-hmm. to a, a compensation fee. But uh, he's come in and, and done a terrific job and a bit of life and energy from some of the younger players. So uh, yes, it's good. but I mean Motherwell have been in the, the top division for so long. Know, 35, 40 years maybe. It would, be, it would be a shame if they were in that position to go down, but they're not now. But I think the top six just out of their reach. It seems like St Myrne and Hibs are beginning to win a few games as well.
1: Never in my lifetime out of the top flight. They had me worried a
5: few weeks ago. Is that, that um, not
4: great listening to Fraser for the old days performing in front of an empty stadium today?
5: <laughs> I played in that team Gordon I played in that t- The last uh, Motherwell team to play Outside the Premiership it was my are. first season as a pro 84-85 And then he
1: came Clyde by The club went out of business <laughs> uh, Fulham and Palace are the latest To watch Max Johnson by the way Fulham mm, and He's Palace. a good player He moved to yeah. London uh, Perhaps there's still only one right on the teaser So quickly Hugh, remind mm. us Okay
2: Can you tell me The last two Rangers players And the last two Celtic players Have scored
1: in consecutive Old firm games Right Most people are getting The Celtic ones Because they're extremely Recent Okay (laughs) Right I mean Right Staring you in the face That's all I'm going to say The Rangers ones Are much tougher Because you're going Further back They both played In that Legends game Last A couple of weeks ago Mm. Mm. They are Both familiar names To this show for different reasons one for a more direct reason and one because we like to bring him up from time to time and mention uh, a certain duel that he had with one of our pundits oh, I'll just leave it there I've said too much already Mark what are you shaking your head at no listen I wouldn't uh, nothing nothing I, I just... you seriously not even pick up on that okay. No Never mind right. you, you go back to sleep Over there in the corner <laughs> yeah. And we will bring in Another call We'll, we'll, we'll need to let Fraser Alright okay I've got it We'll need to let Fraser Go at some point So we'll we'll let him answer at Joel's point Joel is on the line What happened today Joel?
12: Uh, well I think We Should have won To be honest But I think given The two the two goals We give away Were Absolutely Disgraceful Absolutely Disgraceful For 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 professional players, we should have done a lot better.
1: So you're talking about the, you know the error. So what, Ben Davies first and yes. John Suiter?
12: Yes, I, th- I, th- I thought that was embarrassing. I, I, I know it was Souter's what first game back. Yep. But I, th- I just thought it was very, very poor. Just let it go, let let it go out, Take a corner. Although I thought Celtic were. Well, they're top of the league for a reason.
1: Is there also we said this earlier, Joel? Is there also a problem that you know those mistakes are terrible, but is there also an issue that you know Celtic have players that punish Rangers mistakes, and then maybe Rangers are not quite as sharp at the other end? Would that be fair?
12: Yes. Oh, def- oh definitely, definitely. And the c- psychological, it's in the Celtics. It's a, it's a, it's going to be in the Rangers heads now that how do we beat them? How do we beat them? And I fear for the semi final. Because that's all we have left at the moment,
1: And I did say spin Hugh You can take it any way you want Because I thought and Fraser thought Most Rangers fans would say Today has given me faith yeah. for the semi-final But Joel is on and saying Well actually I'm now just wondering How we go about winning these matches
2: And that's why April 30 at Hamden Becomes now so crucial uh, Because today was the league decider Celtic won Um when they went to Ibrox and drew 2-2, that cemented their position at the top of the table. Uh, on September the 3rd last year, they dismantled Rangers comprehensively, 4-0 at Celtic Park. This cannot go on. For Michael Beale, it cannot go on uh, because the, the Rangers manager who cannot beat Celtic cannot stay as the Rangers mm-hmm. manager and the Celtic manager who cannot beat Rangers cannot stay as the Celtic manager. So April thirty has now become D-Day for Michael Beale.
1: Yeah, Fraser, that that balance again between not making mistakes in the first place, obviously, but also having an attacking threat that you can punish other people's mistakes. We spoke about it earlier, and I was just looking at the head-to-heads this season. I, f- I fully appreciate anyone can score. It doesn't matter what, what position they play, but if you're talking about your match winners, the guys that you, you want in those areas, the guys that you want taking advantage of mistakes... In the head to heads alone this season, Kyogo's got five goals, Jota's got two, Abada's got two, Maeda has scored. Celtic's attacking threat just is always there to either make something themselves or, or, or capitalise on a mistake that the opponent makes.
5: Yeah, and that's the great advantage. We've spoken about it so often on this show that uh, that Celtic have in, in their squad at the moment because they, you know, if Maeda's not playing, then they'll bring on You know, If Kyogo's not playing well, then they, they can bring on... Uh, oh, they've the, got the striking options in forward areas that uh, the Rangers don't have. I mean, to be fair to, to Rangers, you know, they've, they've, they've suffered a whole host of injuries, long-term injuries to their attacking players. You forget Roof, Lawrence, Hadji, all out long-term injuries. So perhaps the options are not quite there for, for for Rangers, but um, uh, that's not, uh, over the piece, Rangers were far better. I thought in the cup final they were very passive. They kind of sat back, maybe not having the confidence to go toe to toe to against Celtic today. Far better, you know. They took the game to Rangers when uh, to Celtic. Sorry, when they could, they pressed the game and they caused Celtic to make a lot of mistakes, especially in the, in the first half. And there wasn't much between the teams over the piece. You know I thought it was a really good game of football. But that's the difference at the highest level. We've seen it so many times. Kyogo just drifts in and out of games, but he's clever. He occupies the two centre-backs and allows the other football players in the midfield to, to find the spaces. He plays right up in the line, stretches the game because you know he's got pace to go in behind. And that just leaves gaps for the good football players, McGregor, Moy, O'Reilly, Hatati when he's playing as well. And if you and if you allow them into those spaces, they, they'll absolutely crucify you. But Kyogo is just clinical and he scores a lot of goals from inside the box. In fact, all his goals are inside the box, but from close to the goals. And they're not simple goals These two finishes today were very, very good And that is the big difference between the clubs And you make mistakes like Rangers did at the back Two individual mistakes and they get punished
1: Is that a biblical Easter reference From Fraser Wishart this weekend of all weekends well, Things he, you never thought you would hear On
2: Clyde 1 Super <laughs> Scoreboard He didn't say that Rangers had resurrected Their hopes of winning
1: the title So we'll let him off with that one but, uh, We'll let him go Fraser Wishart, thank you for your service this afternoon We'll speak to you soon
5: Thank you, an absolute pleasure Enjoyed the game Thoroughly great 90 minutes to be here
8: Pleasure Good
1: good man I don't think that's one of those That if you're on the losing side You say that But Fraser gets to sit back And enjoy it all So uh, 3-2 We'll keep the calls coming Thank you to Joel For getting in touch We do have a lot on On a Saturday afternoon Halliday's just hit the bar Uh, Scored a few with his head Earlier this season And again Kingsley's cross Halliday's header Back off the bar Aberdeen penalty shout Johnny Hayes going down Under a Jordan Jones challenge In the box But referee said No penalty and without further ado, Hugh Kevens, let's get this out the way. It seems my clues have worked. Okay. The first half teaser.
0: With the ScottishSun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online
2: The last two Rangers players and the last two Celtic players to have scored in consecutive old firm games are for Celtic. Kyogo Fulahashi, Jota. <laughs> Easy ones, to hmm. be fair. And for Rangers, Kenny Miller. When was he last year? Last night. And Daniel Kuzan, friend of Mark Wilson.
1: And Daniel Kuzan. There we go. Well done, if you got it right. Third place was Matondo Prop. Second place was Tony Malone. And first place was Leicester Crest. Well done to you. We've got a massive one of these on the stroke of half time. Goal flashes with
0: Clydebuilt Home Improvements
1: St Johnston 0 Ross County 1 and it's Simon Murray sometimes your January transfer business can be the difference between staying up or going down and Ross County have scored at a crucial time as it stands it moves them one point behind Kilmarnock are losing and it gives them a bit of daylight over Dundee United Who play tomorrow Well,
2: Queen's Park Let Simon Murray go And the wheels have come off The Queen's Park promotion campaign Hammered by Partick Thistle Last night 4-0 uh, But For Malky Mackay That's an important goal At an important time For Ross County And had come on
1: To replace the injured Damon oh. Roffey oh. Earlier oh. on in well, the
3: Well, they need their strikers To step up Those scorers in the league They're going to need Those strikers to Get them out of this mess That
4: was my nap today I said at 3 o'clock I fancied Ross County I thought I'd, i I played mm. Alright against Celtic I think they made it Very difficult And they're away from home At St Johnston. Need to come out In the front foot And get some They're struggling I fancied Ross County to, to pick them off And so far mm. so
1: good for them I mean you mentioned You're not But you know I always Remind people to, to Gamble responsibly But somebody told me You put a very Irresponsible um, Small wager It should be said On Tiger Woods To miss the cut At the Masters <coughs> um, How foolish of you Because he's just made it uh, yeah, well, there's sort of you. a yes. sort of
4: a You've got to get the truth Behind bets I actually said that Billy Horschel That could be foolish Would finish
1: Above Tiger Woods But you also thought He would miss the yeah. cut yeah. And he has 23 in a row at Augusta He must have you Missed it, bet it against one this stroke
4: guy. Or something That's a bit like, golf like, like he knows
1: What
3: he's talking about uh, You'd be as well Going for a nap
1: Which <laughs> <laughs> <Or stuff like laughs> that uh, sort <laughs> wish belly We're
4: going to get A wee cake at half time here
1: Take that <laughs> Mark Wilson Uh, Right We are fast approaching Half time Five added on Hold on Falkirk Falkirk are now Falkirk Falkirk 2 Dunfermline 2 Last I looked up Falkirk were 2-0 up So what a a turnaround there Right we do have Half time whistles Starting at McDermott Park David Friel Half time
8: Gordon Johnson Johnson Ross County When you said it yourself It was a massive goal Simon Murray got it On the stroke of half time St. Johns St. Johnson haven't won here in five months. They are under pressure now and it gives County something to hang on to in this second half. I said before the game the pitch looked better, it doesn't. Looks can be deceiving, the surface is really difficult, but both sides have tried their best created chances and County are edging it so far they had the first chance in 29 seconds Eamon Brophy's weak header floated wide St Johnson soon threatened to Liam Gordon should really have done better from 12 yards with a header from a Willerspoon free kick home side then started to play a bit Adam Montgomery has been really good in the wide and left for St Johnson he fired wide David Willerspoon again first one across the piece of the goal County then a really good chance Brophy broke through in 19 minutes he fired wide and then pulled up injured he knew immediately he signalled to the bench I think it's his thigh and he looked in complete pain and absolutely devastated as he limped But, Simon Murray came on, and as we know, he made the impact. County didn't let that detail him. Jordan White's been really, really good, but he fluffed his line some six yards after Josh Sims picked him out. But, that Simon Murray, on the stroke of half-time, Murray took a touch, raced through and crashed an unstoppable Matthews. Half-time, Johnson Johnson, Ross County won.
1: Oh, David the Dalek. free there, we sort of lost him, and I think we're, we've actually just lost Roger Hanna as well. He might be back, let's give it a, a go. It's half-time anyway, Roger.
6: Yeah, half-time at Trencastle, Hearts nil, St Mirren nil, St. Mirren started really brightly and it was mainly the set-piece delivery from the left wing-back Thierry Small going over onto the right to take corners, first ahead of him Charles Dunn, then Curtis May, then Alec Gogic, all off target and failing to test Ross Stewart, who's in the Hearts goal for a first start of the season with injuries to Craig Gordon and to Xander Clark. Hearts took a long, long time to, to get going. It wasn't until the 39th minute that they really called Trevor Carson into action. A deep free kick from the left by Robert Snodgrass. Met at a back post by James Hill. His header was weak and easily held by the goalkeeper. Hearts in an unusual 4-2-3-1 formation with George Grant pushed up wide on the left and Robert Snodgrass in behind the captain Lon Changlin and they threatened again in 42 minutes Stephen Kingsley's delivered from the left, a flying header from Andy Halliday back off the crossbar. Kingsley then threatened again dragging a shot wide from 20 yards just moments later but it really is all to play for here in the second half as east sides. chase third and chase Europe. Hearts nil, And
1: What about Dave Galloway then, what's he witnessed at Potaudry?
6: Well, it was a game that uh, started
9: uh, very well indeed, but then then faded and then uh, got pretty good again towards half time. Aberdeen won, Kilmarnock nil. A wonderful start, uh, like I say, for the home team. Duke scoring in just 17 seconds with a lovely low finish after Majovsky found him. Ramadani had a shot charged down as they went for a quick-fire second goal. But komanic steadied themselves and Dodge set up Lyons to shoot wide. Then Watson's effort was charged down. The Dons had an opening from Clarkson's free-kick. Scales, though, couldn't quite get his header on target. But following such an explosive start, all in all, things certainly did Fall away. Dodge headed a corner well wide for Killy and at the other end. Duke fed Majowski, but Dorset's timely challenge saved the day. And then, as halftime beckoned, Ruse in the Aberdeen goal made two very good saves. Indeed, firstly diving to reach Dodge's powerful shot, and then uh, following that up um, with great reactions after a corner kick uh, for Killy to keep out uh, a well placed uh, Donnelly header. So, an exciting start, an exciting end but what was in the middle uh, was no great shakes but uh, at the interval it's uh, Aberdeen 1 come on Nicknell.
1: And finally last but not least, certainly not with this scoreline, Gabriel's at Fir Park
7: Yes, it's 3-0 Motherwell against Livingston here. Gordon stewart Ketwell's side have been rampant, led by the outstanding Kevin van Veen. He scored twice, and Max Johnson chipped in with the third. Now, the host started brightly, van Veen slipped Johnson in. It was a great chance but the right back struck it straight at Shamal George. He should have done better, but it was a sign of things to come. Uh, They were playing really well, moving the ball about nicely. Sean Goss pulling the strings in the middle of the park and utilising their wing backs really well also. And Kevin van Veen kicked the scoring off in the ninth minute. James Furlong on the left-hand side, a good run, pulled the ball back to the Dutchman who took a couple of touches, rifled it into the roof of the net, a brilliant finish with his left foot. The game then went a bit flat. After that, both teams seemed to steady into the game, but Van Veen lifted it again in the 33rd minute. Johnson put him in down the right hand side. Ball was bouncing in the box, and Van Veen just took his time, then rattled it in the near post. Uh, George did get a touch on it, but it was too powerful for him. And that is Van Veen's 22nd goal of the season. One minute later, the provider turned the scorer. Spittle, Blair Spittle, that is, was suddenly through 1 on 1. Livy's defence was at sea george did make a good save but johnson was there to follow it in stuck the ball into the empty net when it bounced back it was initially flagged for offside it seemed like it probably was but the var reviewed it and awarded the goal. Livy have not had much at all, they're not at the races to be honest, they've had a couple of balls in from wide that Joel Nublé has nearly got on the end of but no real chances of note. A loss here will be another big blow in David Martindale's top six hopes, he will be livid with how easy his team are letting the Steelman cut through them and it's the second time in seven days they've been 3-0 down at the half. Stuart Ketterwell, on the other hand is looking for his fifth win out of seven, they are on fire here, and he'll be asking his team for more in the second half. It is easy street for Motherwell at the interval. Half time, Motherwell three, Livingston nil.
1: Half time scores coming up next.
0: As it happens And your reaction from five on the open line This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Full time result from the Scottish Premiership Celtic 3 Rangers 2 And we are taking your calls on that 01419511025 But a lot of other things happening at the break It's Aberdeen 1 Kilmarnock 0 Hearts 0 St Mirren 0 Motherwell 3 Livingston 0 And St Johnston 0 Ross County 1 In the Championship Are Broth 0 Dundee nil, Ayr nil, Morton nil, Hamilton Aki's nil, Cove Rangers 0 And Inverness 2 Wraith Rovers 0 In League 1 Airdrie nil Montrose 0 Alawan 0 Queen of the South 2 Falkirk 2 Dunfermline 2 And Kelty 0 Clyde nil, Peterhead 1 FC Edinburgh 0 in League 2, Albion Rovers nil, Elgin City nil, Annan three, Dumbarton nil, Stenhouse Muir Nil, Bonnierig Rose nil, Stirling Albion two, East Fife 1, and ra and Forfar also goalless very quickly to round off full-time in the English Premier League, Man United 2, Everton 0, Villa Nil, Forest Nil at the break, Brentford 1, Newcastle 0, Fulham nil, West Ham 1, Leicester 0, Bournemouth 1, Spurs 1, Brighton 1 Wolves won Chelsea nil,
12: and Southampton-Man City is later on this evening. The second halves and more of your calls coming up next.